Welcome to the Fly Now Marketing Podcast, where we turn marketing mystery into marketing magic that any business can use. Hey guys, this is Jeremy with Fly Now Marketing, and I am here to kind of give you guys a little bit of background as to why Fly Now Marketing exists and um, really my goal with this. And ultimately, my goal is to help you. I want to take the mystery out of marketing and put the magic into it for you and your business. Um, I know that marketing can be extremely frustrating. I remember when I first started learning about it all the possibilities and all the different things and you hear all the different gurus talking about one thing is better than the other and it can be so freaking confusing. I absolutely hate it. So anyway, I am here because I want to kind of take that mystery out of marketing. The bottom line is marketing is not difficult. You just have to kind of understand the big picture. And when you understand the big picture, you can use and implement all of the marketing tools without any frustration. It's, it's a really amazing thing. But, um, before I get into that, I really kind of want you guys to know kind of my heart and how I came to the place for, um, really what ultimately now comes down to this podcast. Um, why fly now marketing? Cause fly now, when you look at the spelling of it, it's F L I now. And, um, that the reason is F L I stands for something called freedom legacy international. And it's a concept that I have come to live by over the last decade of uh, really truly just looking for ways not only to help myself, but to help other people live a life of freedom and to create a legacy that they leave behind. So, um, you know, whether that's in your personal life or marketing or business or whatever, that's where Fly Now was uh, really originated. It's all about a legacy of freedom. So you define what that freedom is and you create the legacy around it. But now is the time. So that's why fly now. And um, I have over the years become uh, very passionate and very entrenched in the world of marketing. And um, that's why the fly now marketing podcast uh, came about uh, just briefly. And I can give you a little bit more background into that. It's kind of funny, actually. Uh, when I was a kid, I um, I loved horses. I mean, I slept, ate, breathed, dreamed horses. I mean, it was, it was a really, really crazy thing and, um, loved them, but I was, I was pretty poor. Uh, we grew up on a farm. My parents did what they had to do to get us, um, a horse to be able to ride. And he was an older crossbred, what we called grade horse. And I absolutely loved him and he taught me so much, but, uh, he was my first horse and, while I loved him, like he wasn't good enough for me. And, and it wasn't that he was good enough, wasn't good enough because of what he was on the standpoint of, I mean, he was a horse, he was rideable, he was excellent. My parents did everything they possibly could to get him for us and to be able to feed him. But my dream, my, my deepest, deepest dream was to show horses. And Quincy, the horse that I had, that first horse, he was not that show horse. You know, he was a great farm horse. He was great for us kids. He was what we call a babysitter. He took care of us. He looked out for us, but he just wasn't that show horse. And, um, I, uh, 
growing up and in getting into my teenage years, I began to work for show horse trainers and stuff. And, um, I got to be around these really beautiful horses and I just absolutely loved them. And it just fueled my passion. I mean, it was an amazing thing, but it also kind of tore me apart because it was when I got into my teenage years and was working for these trainers that I realized exactly what poverty was and exactly how poor I was. Um, these trainers would have clients come in that, you know, they would buy 60, 70, $80,000 horses, $150,000 horses. And, um, they would come in and they, you know, the trainer would tell me, Jeremy, get the horse ready. The client would come in, they would get on the horse, they'd go out in the arena, they'd ride around, they'd do their lesson. They'd come back, they'd hand the horse off to me. I took care of the horse for the next hour getting it cleaned and groomed and bathed and, you know, the whole entire thing and put, put away so that it stayed healthy. And, um, you know, in that time the client had taken off and was out, you know, having lunch or doing whatever they were doing with their life. Um, you know, and they were paying anywhere between three and $6,000 a month for the trainers to take care of their horses and to be able to just come in and have their horse ready and get on and ride. So when I started learning the numbers, I realized that these people had a lot of spare money. Um, you know, a horse is not a necessity, much less a show horse. And they were spending all of this insane money on these horses. And here I was, you know, like I had an old grade horse, you know, and, and I had no idea. I couldn't even comprehend having the kind of money that these people were spending. And it kind of, kind of tore me apart. Like when I really realized what poverty was and that I was poor, it really, really tore me apart. But while I had resentment and I had anger and I had, you know, all the issues, it also birthed something in me. And what happened was I realized that not only did I not want to stay that way, not, I didn't want to be in that place. I was going to have those beautiful show horses and I was going to do all of those things. But I wanted to make it possible for other kids who might also be in a similar situation to me, meaning underprivileged, you know, poor, whatever, um, to be able to have the opportunity to get a taste of their dreams. And so, you know, I had had this, this conflict going on inside of me, like, you know, the pain of realizing just how poor I was and how much work I put into all of this and that I was not getting into the show ring, first of all. But second of all, this deep, deep, deep desire of, I don't know how to get quote unquote unpoor, you know, like I didn't even know what rich was, but all I knew was even if I couldn't hit rich, I had to get unpoor, but hitting rich would be amazing because then I could provide opportunities for other people. And so this, this thing was going on inside of me and, um, you know, Obviously, I continued to grow up and life changes as you grow older and your awareness increases. Um, after high school, I still loved horses. I still, you know, rode horses. I still did the whole thing, but I didn't at that time. Like, how do you make money? Like, if your family doesn't know how to teach you how to be wealthy, how do you learn to be wealthy? How do you learn to be rich? And I didn't know that and I didn't know where to go to, to learn it. So, um, I just went with the whole theme of wanting to help people. And I thought, well, maybe if I just want to help people, I will find my way. 
And after high school, I decided that I wanted to help people by going on a missions trip. And so I signed up, went on a missions trip, spent some time in Haiti and the Dominican Republic, fell in love with the people, fell in love with the idea of helping the people. It was amazing. It was, it was beautiful. It was wonderful. But two things happened. First of all, I realized that here I am a poor person begging people to give me money so that I can go help poor people. Like what business does a poor person have helping poor people? You know, and, and there are a lot of things that could be argued there, but this was what was going through my mind. I'm not arguing the logistics of it or whether it was right or wrong. I'm just letting you know, this was what was in my mind. Like, how could a poor pe person justify begging for money to go help other poor people? It just, something didn't set right about it with me. So, um, I went to Haiti and Dominican Republic, like I said, fell in love with the people. And the second part of that was while I was on the trip, I got very, very sick. I ended up getting hepatitis A um, and spent the next year of my life uh, on my parents' sofa, basically recovering from hepatitis A. So that very quickly nixed the whole idea of being a missionary. Um, you know, I love the idea of helping people, did not enjoy the recovery if that makes sense. So, uh, yeah, that's, that just pretty much nixed all of that. So, you know, like any average status quo kind of person, I just went on with my life. And once I recovered, I kind of got into the rat race and working and didn't really know what I wanted to do with my life. I knew that I could maybe go to college, maybe if I applied myself and figured out how to earn the money, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to be. Like, what do you do? And so, my parents were self-employed and I jumped into starting a couple of businesses and I did some cool things and I had fun and I had a good time, but I still wasn't helping people. Like it just, it just wasn't happening. And, um, eventually I got into building websites and doing web design and I was building websites for my clients and they loved it. Um, and I loved getting it. You know, I loved, I loved their responses. I loved the reactions. And when they did have customers go to the websites, they loved the websites. But the problem was building a website didn't actually bring the customers. So if they had traffic to their website previously and it was a rebuild, then they got the same traffic. If it was a brand new website, there was no traffic. So there wasn't anybody coming to the website to see it. And I was like, well, there's nobody coming to the website. Not, a, they're not seeing my work, but B these people who paid me money for this beautiful website are not getting more business from it. So I'm not helping them. Like what does a beautiful website matter if nobody ever comes to it and utilizes it? And if it doesn't cause people to become your customers. So again, I was back at the point where like, what am I doing? How do I help? And, you know, doing websites and stuff, obviously it was turned to marketing. And, um, I started looking at all different kinds of marketing. And for some reason, the whole idea of search engine optimization piqued my interest. So I started searching and trying to learn and find and read books and look for what there was online. And quite frankly, all I did was get more confused and frustrated. Uh, you know how it is even now, like you can read an article on how to keep your white clothes white on one website and it'll say, uh, use bleach and you can go to another website and read the same basic type of thing, or it's supposed to be the same basic type of thing, but it says, whatever you do, don't use bleach. You know, there's, there's completely conflicting information out there and search engine optimization was particularly bad. And it was so confusing to somebody who had no idea what 
SEO or, or marketing pretty much in general was I had, I didn't understand the concept. So I got frustrated and, um, really just kind of like threw the baby out with the bathwater. And I built a couple of websites after that for people when they begged me, but I didn't do it as a business anymore. I just couldn't justify it. I wasn't helping people. So back into the rat race, I went and, um, just just still had this lingering thing in the back of my mind. I'm not happy. I'm not doing what I want to do and I'm not helping people. So it, it became very frustrating and life took some interesting turns through then. And at one point I ended up, uh, my fiance and I ended up, we were living, um, in Kentucky and he had lost his job and I was working for the company that he was running. And because he lost his job, I also lost my job. And we ended up three months behind on rent and living on food stamps with basically zero money. And, uh, obviously, you know, that was a very dark time and we're questioning and the, the part of Kentucky that we were in was like no man's land. Like it's this little tiny town where nothing goes on. And it's not like a big city where you can just go out and get a job. Right. I mean, it just, it wasn't that kind of place. And, um, something kind of interesting happened and I won't go into all of the details of it, but I ended up on a, uh, personal growth webinar or teleseminar thing and, um, heard somebody speaking on there about this company that does search engine optimization. And, uh, one thing led to another and I ended up meeting these people that ran this company and ended up getting mentored by this group. And, um, it was funny because when I started doing it, I became, I mean, it was, it was crazy. It was like, you know, a malnourished kid being set down at a buffet and said, you know, you can eat whatever you want. And just like, just constantly eating and eating and eating and eating. Like I couldn't get enough of the SEO training. Um, this, these, this group of people that I was working with, like they really got it and they were able to guide me and teach me and, and not just your basic SEO, but like go deep and really get it. And, um, through that whole process, it was so cool because the whole entire world of marketing opened up to me because you kind of have to understand the whole concept of marketing, marketing in order to be able to develop a truly successful search engine optimization strategy. So, uh, for about 14 or 15 months, I was spending anywhere between 12 and 18 hours a day, literally, um, online learning. I'd learn a little bit and then I'd implement and then I'd learn a little bit and then I'd implement and I'd learn a little bit and I'd implement. And, um, it was so cool. Like I got to literally see from scratch how it all works and how, how it was, how it could help. And very shortly thereafter, I got my first SEO client and was thrilled to see that everything I learned actually worked. And obviously there was a snowball effect after that. And I just, I had to grab another client and help them and grab another client and help them and grab another client and help them. And, um, you know, I would hear things from my clients and, and it would literally make me cry. Like I had one client was, he was paying $4,000 a month on 
AdWords and pay-per-click advertising and could barely keep the door open, but he knew that SEO was what he needed. And we talked and we figured it out. We got him on a program and I started his SEO for him. And uh, six months into it, he's like, oh my gosh, I've cut back my, my AdWords. Um, I'm only running my absolute bare minimum that I'm required to with my franchise. I've hired four new people. I can barely keep up with the business. And I've decided to start another company with the extra revenue. And, you know, will you do my SEO for that company as well? And, you know, it, it, those kind of things like they happen. And when my clients come tell me that I just can't help but cry because ultimately what I'm doing is what I always wanted to do. I'm helping people like you know, instead of just making a beautiful website, now all of a sudden, this guy that I'm telling you about, he's got four people that he employs and he's able to put, help them put food on their table by paying their paycheck and he pays them really well. So, you know, they earn a good living and they're really kind of only there because I do SEO and I got his business listed online in front of his ideal clients and those ideal clients came in his business grew he hired more people and it has just been a snowball effect and that's not a rare story with my clients so you know because of that it has driven my my passion even deeper and every day I it without fail I learn more about marketing and one of the cool things about it is I'm then able to take and interpret marketing because like I said, there's, there's thousands of things that you can do out there for marketing. And if you don't understand the principle behind it or kind of the, you know, the 30,000 foot view, the, the big picture, if you don't understand the big picture, you don't know what to implement and you can actually hurt your business. But if you understand that big picture and you can take the, the mystical weird stuff out of it and just simplify it, there is such magic in marketing and you can help your business and you can help your employees and you can help the people that you work with, like other businesses that you work with and, and suppliers that you utilize. I mean, it, it's a ripple effect. And the more suppliers you need, the more businesses you're helping feed into and the more mouths, essentially people that you're feeding and to help grow. And, you know, you're helping the economy. It's, it's this ripple effect that just really gets me flipping jacked. And what's cool about it is this whole entire process really did. Like when I was a kid and I thought if I can just help, help people, then I'll figure out how to help myself as well. And that's exactly what has happened. Like now I'm helping people, I'm helping them grow their businesses. And in that process, I have also been able to create an amazing income and an amazing living. And I'm able to live the life that I want to live. I'm not actually showing horses right now. I'm not in a place in life where that's something that I'm comfortable taking on. Um, I can't say that it will be something that I'm going to take on or it won't be. I don't know. It still kind of just hangs in the back of my mind. But I know that if I want to financially, I could do it now. And that's what's so crazy is it's, you know, all I had to do was go help people. So my passion is marketing and my passion with marketing is to help people understand that you don't just have to pay me to help you. You can have a bird's eye view of the entirety of the marketing sphere and you that gives you the ability then to hire who you need to hire 
to maximize your marketing. And you're not just out there arbitrarily hiring people going, I hope this works. And oh, well, that didn't work. I just wasted that money. Let me go try something else. You don't have to do that anymore. It's it's very simple. And, and that's why I'm here. So what's going to go on with this podcast is you're going to hear me talking about um, different pieces and parts of marketing. And the whole point is to just give you a simplified outlook or view of what marketing is. So you don't have to worry about going back to college. You don't have to worry about, oh my God, I need to run my business and learn marketing. Yes, you need to learn marketing, but you don't have to learn like crazy stuff. Like you just have to understand enough to know when to hire the right people to do the right things at the right time. And they'll take care of the rest for you. And you'll be actually making money instead of just throwing it away. So you won't get behind. It will advance you. And then you'll be able to hire the next person and the next person. It's a really, really cool process. So that is uh, the whole, I guess that's my why. That's my backstory. That's that's how Fly Now Marketing um, came to be. And that's why Freedom Legacy International is huge for me because like I said before, it's all about giving people an opportunity to create their own freedom legacy according to their definition. And um, for me, that's teaching marketing because I fully believe that if you can learn to sell your service or your product or whatever it is that you're doing, then you can create an income And you can create a legacy by your definition. So thank you guys so much for listening to me today. Um, I am going to be doing some things with my website and some trainings coming up. So uh, check us out at flynowmarketing.com. That's F-L-I-N-O-W marketing.com. Like I said, I'm going to be launching a couple of new uh, training courses here really soon. And when I do, I am going to give you guys an opportunity to get in at an extremely discount price, uh, discounted price. So check it out. Also, there's going to be videos and blog cast or blogs and, um, uh, podcasts and different things available on the website. So just check it out. It's, uh, like I said, fly now marketing, F L I N O W marketing.com. And, uh, share this with your friends. Let me know what you think. Give me your feedback. If you have questions, I would love to hear your questions as well. Hopefully I can answer them and simplify things for you. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening and I will catch up with you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fly Now Marketing Podcast. Be certain to check us out on the web at flynowmarketing.com. That's F-L-I-N-O-W marketing.com, where we always have great info, a ton of tool reviews, and a nice topping of free stuff. So until next time, may your marketing always bring you magical results.